0: Welcome to the Mastering Mindfulness Institute, a place to stop diet sabotage and create a life of balance. I'm your host, Gina Werfel, registered dietitian and master of human nutrition. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, today I want to have a really intimate talk about what is it like to heal emotional eating? What is that path like? What do we have to have if we really actually wanna heal it? It can be kind of a scary thing to take it on. I know that whenever I talk to people and they're they're thinking about taking this path and they're on the fence, it can be a little bit scary. I know it's so funny. It's like our emotions are just a thing inside of us, but yet we're so terrified of them. We're so afraid of our emotions, and because of that, we usually end up wanting to have food instead of being an active participant in a real human experience, which is our emotions. So I want to talk about what is that like? What has my experience been like? What were some of the really biggest pieces of wisdom that I learned along the way that made the biggest difference? And I'm really excited to record on this today because today I had one of those moments that like really moved me in my heart that I was like, wow, this would have like years ago, this would have been a moment that I would have felt so out of control because I'm having a bad day. I would have really had a hard time feeling in control over my food. I would have been full self-sabotage. And here I am like staying grounded in it and actually having my own back and really truly supporting myself and feeling like the power in that." And just so much gratitude for taking this path in this journey and being willing to do what it takes to work through it. It can be so hard if you are in the middle of it and you can't see your way out. And you're like, how am I going to get out of this? I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. And maybe if you found yourself here, use this as the breadcrumb of the next step on your journey is to keep you moving forward and to keep you inspired and going Um, so I want to share what are the biggest pieces of wisdom that I had that really allowed me to heal my relationship to food and find power in my emotions and not stay victim to them. And so I kind of want to talk about why does emotional eating even happen? And our emotions, if you think about like we, we have all these different emotions when we're kids and you know, even though parents, we probably have some really good parents out there. It just so happens that when we're little and we're a kid and we're screaming and we're crying and we're feeling this wide range of emotions, maybe we're sad or we're angry or we're frustrated, we're not getting our way or whatever's happening and our parents or somebody or a caretaker or an adult or somebody is like, stop crying, stop. You're gonna go in time out. Like you will be in trouble if you feel your feelings and you express them. So as we grow up, we learn that it is wrong. It's bad and wrong to feel these feelings and that we should just be happy all the time. So as adults, when we start to feel these wide ranges of emotions and we're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm throwing a temper tantrum as a kid because I'm sad or I'm frustrated. And now all of a sudden it's wrong. But instead of putting ourselves in time out, what we do is we want to make the wrongness go away and so we end up eating food to create pleasure and make that wrong bad feeling go away and food is a really great way to soothe the charge that's in our body so emotions can create like a very stress-like state like um put you in that like fight-or-flight state if you're feeling these wide range of uncomfortable emotions and food is one really easy way to actually soothe those emotions and tell your body that you're safe So from those, from that uncomfortable experience, because we've learned, we've mentally learned to identify that these emotions are bad. So it's actually changing the relationship to the emotion and to yourself. And so the first step to actually healing emotional eating is number one, changing the lens of these emotions being good or bad and truly removing the label. And sometimes it's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know all emotions are good and maybe you don't, but, um, I had to learn that for, it took me a couple of years to actually really learn that, but then not just know it, but actually when I was feeling frustration, looking inward and really truly asking myself, what is the feeling that I'm afraid to feel right now? A lot of time we're afraid of feeling emotions because we identify with them for a long time, I was crippled by my anxiety because I would go down the storm of I am anxious. Oh no, I'm so anxious today and now I need food to make it better and go away because I was identifying with I am anxious and that's a, that's a threat to my identity. I don't like it and it feels very close and intimate and it feels like something bad that I need to make go away. But the reality is, Humans have a wide range of emotions and experiences. We have anxiousness. We have sadness. We have frustration. We have anger. We have all of the ones that we hate. We have shame. We have guilt. We have jealousy. We have all of the uncomfortable emotions make up the wide range of the human experience. We have the gift of feeling, which helps us navigate where we at in life. It helps us be our internal compass and our internal guide for where do we need healing? Where are we hurting? What is not serving us? And so if we can see it through the lens of not, I am this emotion, but I'm having this emotion, we can trust that it will just move through us without getting stuck in it. And that's truly the first step to healing emotional eating is knowing that you're not your emotions and allowing it to actually come and move through you. And then you won't need to use food to like suppress it and make it go away. Easier said than done. But first start off with the lens of just creating the, the idea that all emotions are welcome and they will all pass through me. I won't get stuck in them. I won't have to identify with them, but I welcome them. That's really step one. Step two is really trusting that you are worthy to make the space for those emotions. Many, so much of the time, we end up uh, eating to soothe the emotions that get built up in into our bodies, because we never gave ourselves the time and the space and the worthiness to actually explore them. And for many, many years, I didn't give myself the time and space because I had things to do. I was busy, I was chasing goals, I was working. I didn't have time for the weakness that emotions brought. I had other people to think about and to take care of and be there for and show up for. I had a busy schedule. And let me tell you, having a busy schedule or putting other people before you, it can be the easiest way to avoid looking at your own shit. (laughs) I learned this one, being a people pleaser, showing up for other people, sacrificing. I don't have time for myself. I don't have time to meditate because I have other people to serve. Well, if I had time to meditate and I did that, I would actually have to be with myself and the discomfort of it. So that can be hard to actually be willing to make the space for yourself, go into that discomfort and see that you're worthy of it. When you are struggling, are you worthy of clearing your schedule and taking the space for just being with your experience. I had a really big trigger come up recently. And as I was feeling the discomfort of it, I, you know, was feeling all these emotions and I was so angry. And then it was like time paused for a second and I could see myself very vividly. I was like standing at a crossroads. And if I go right, right is like numbing out, numbing out, checking out. And maybe I would do that with food or maybe I would do that with angry music or with work, throw myself into work or with busyness. And that is one path I could take. And then the other path is going to the left and looking at what is, um, if I look to the left, what is leaning into the discomfort and going into it? And loving myself so much, loving myself so deeply that I can hold space for any of my emotions to come up without me judging them, without me having to put a story on them or justifying them and giving myself the permission to cancel things that are on my schedule and really show up for myself and give myself the space to do it. And I might not have the time and the reality to do that every single day. But thinking about if I never make the time and the space, these emotions are going to become trapped in my body and they'll control me. They will control my eating habits because they are so uncomfortable, bottled up inside of me, trying to push them into all the dark corners of my body and hiding them because I don't have time to see them, look at them, face them, but they'll catch up. <laughs> they'll show up. And then we wonder, why can't I stop eating? Why don't I have self-control? Why why do I need to feel pleasure? It's so confusing. It's because we're not allowing ourselves to experience what is actually here and be with it and move through it when we let those emotions come up they can actually be processed and move through us and not we we realize that we don't identify with them and then it loses its power so number one setting the lens or or the the container for yourself to welcome emotions that you don't identify with them Two, making the space for it, that you are worthy of making the space for your healing and for your emotions. Because if you don't, it will keep showing up to haunt you when you're not even aware of it. And then three, it's making the choice to lean into the discomfort. And if, you know, if you're here and that's been hard i know it can be so uncomfortable oh my god it's like an itchy sweater it's like oh like it is the grossest thing you could think about swimming in when you are faced with really uncomfortable emotions which could be could be loneliness sadness shame jealousy anger all the a lot of emotions that are so uncomfortable but leaning in and turning into it and saying i'm strong enough i'm going to let myself feel this. And that is truly how you heal emotional eating. It's not that you run from it and check out from it, but that you are you show up willing as an active participant in your life. That you're willing and you can do it that you're strong enough to show up and and maybe be with yourself and hold yourself through the times that are hard and stressful through the sadness, through the frustration, through anything that you're going through and being there to hold yourself and hold the space. And sometimes we need friends to do that for us when we're struggling to hold the space and play with our hair while it's really hard. And and just to say, I know, I know it is really hard and you can do it. And having people who can actually cheer you on through it and not just say, oh yeah, you know, talk into your drama You don't need that. Having people around you who can encourage you to be strong and to go into the hurt and the pain and leaning into the discomfort. And that's really what heals emotional eating. When we no longer feel afraid of our own feelings and our own emotions because they move through us. They move through us like clouds. They come in and then they come out. But if we are afraid of them and suppress them, then they stay hiding in our bodies and they control our outcomes and what we're doing. So you can actually find a lot of power by one, embracing them, letting them be here, whatever they are without judgment, no matter how awful or gross or uncomfortable or how much you hate them, no matter how disgusted by them you are, actually allowing them. And then knowing that you are worthy of the space to feel them. And that is the greatest act of self-love that you could give for yourself is, I love myself so much that I will make the space to feel and just be in whatever I need to. And then being strong enough to lean into it and not running from it. I'm so here with you on your path. I know what the path has been like. I'm still, I move through it every day and I'm learning from it and It has it's made such a massive, massive, massive difference in my life and the days that were really hard and so uncomfortable and sometimes they still are uncomfortable, but I can do it and it's such an honor and it's so worth it to be. Alive and feeling the wide range of all of it instead of none of it and being an active participant in my life So if it's scary, that's your breadcrumb if it scares you if it's fearful If it is the path you don't want to take that is the one that you must take you must you can So, um, find that, find what scares you and keep leaning in. And if you want a community to do with, with the Mastering Mindfulness Institute is always taking people who are really aligned with this message and you're feeling afraid, but you really want to have that support and space for somebody to take you under their wing and, and keep going and doing the journey. So definitely check out the Mastering Mindfulness Institute. This is calling to you and you're ready. Either way, keep going on your journey and I'll see you next time.